Garage Logic, broadcasting live from the office of the mayor above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Featuring the rookie on production, Chris Reavers, vice president of social media, and John Height in the newsroom. Now, the fireworks commissioner, flashlight king, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Commencing Garage Logic segment number one. What a gorgeous day. We've had a string, haven't we? We really have. Really have. 85, Joe. So you got to help this guy out. Who? You or the director of social media or Hyde or somebody. Okay. Uh, or Kelsey. From David Nestland. I tried to submit my sportscaster audio clip on the website Sunday night, but the interweb was not cooperating. I emailed it Monday morning explaining what happened to promotions there at the station, but she said they could not budge on the rules. My clip took several takes and is really good. The promotions department, that'd be Elizabeth, right? Uh, yes. Has it on email. Can someone give it a listen and fit it in for submission? It's too good of a take to not be entered. Let's help this guy out and play it. Can you arrange to get it from Elizabeth? I can uh, I can see what I can do. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Well, if and this guy this guy shouldn't be uh, uh, punished because uh, the umpire didn't see the ball. Uh, the, the interwebs were down. That's true, but and I I would say if they have rules, this is name his name is David. Yeah, if they have rules to follow well, we for follow this rules. contest, yes, then you know what, David, you can still submit it just as a as a people do that all the time. And if you're good enough, they'll they'll pick it up. Yeah, we can uh, we can give it a listen. I'm sure. How long were these uh, submissions? I think they wanted them anywhere from two to four, maybe six minutes. Might be too long. I was going to say I don't want to play a half hour. No, no. I no, think you can goes the dynamite. Grasp it right away if 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 uh, your your voice is pleasant, if your flow is good, if your your knowledge and, is and there. refresh the listeners what I'm speaking about. You're talking about the Sportscaster Idol competition. The tapes uh, were to be submitted um, by... What, by Midnight Sunday? Yes. Well, this guy tried, but the interwebs were down. Well, maybe we can get him in, but what happens is if you're the winner... Tell Reavers to get in here. Reavers, get in here. Social well, no, media. Whistle. He's a social media So guy. they're going to whittle down the competitors down to 10 finalists. And then, after those 10 finalists... You are going to uh, have a, a a idol off at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so the, Reavers in there. The yes, top sir. ten finalists. Can you find this guy's submission? Let's I've, play it. I've been in contact with Mister uh, or with da- David, right? Right. David, yes, I've been in contact with David. Well, so, we're, how do we play what he sent? We have to. Uh, we have to seek legal permission. Oh, that's well, the uh, that's the current hangup that we're on. Okay, but because wait, we are why? not. We we don't. We Anytime are not. You submit something to a radio station. You 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 give them permission, right? But we just want to because everybody else had to sign off on a waiver, um, giving permission the 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 what do you call it the creative freedom for the station to be able to use said property. Boy, the have station we fall- officially no, no, we deed goes unpunished. I'm we've trying to do the guy a favor, right? No, no, no. no. I, I, and I'm hell? with you. We just we just have to cross the i's and dot the t's so we don't be, get in trouble. So, so like maybe it won't David be David as a arsonist. Maybe it won't be today. It'll be uh, yeah. some other day. We're, we you know what? This. We're 
We're, we're that much closer. But then, are we being unfair to the others who did not? And, and that's the other problem. We don't, want, you know, we don't want to create necessarily an unfair advantage for someone that got a jump start on it. But yeah, yeah, it'll All be right. fun. Because fans will be voting. You'll you'll end up going to the Sportscaster Idol page at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com, and you'll vote for your favorite. All right. So and then maybe vote. you know the next time Joe or Pat takes a day off, which I know is rare in the summer, right? They could hop in for an hour during. Yeah, if you're getting talk. sick of Jay Cole's. You know, I'll get ready for some more. <laughs> you devil, you. You oh, devil, you. Well, I got to do, I have to take the pre-fair uh, respite. You know, you rest fair's up. coming up. You got to rest up for the fair. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you really, you know, you really do. You really have to rest up for the fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's rest time. It's a grind. It's a rest uh-huh. We'll get that rocking chair out there, that front porch for you. <laughs> Resting. Yeah. You know what? Can I get him a shawl, too? Yeah, Let's get him a shawl. He's keep a little it cold. Up. Just keep uh, it Get him a shawl. You want to get? You want to be replaced by golf carts? Just keep yeah, it. Yeah, I got her, Marjorie. Yes, here you are. Stewart uh, writes. Uh, well, it's it's. He has an observation. Uh, Lake Bade make a ska, bading booty boom bada bam. Yeah, still has Lake Calhoun Drive around it. Well, yes. Uh, there's many things over there. There's Calhoun Square, and there's is it, is it Calhoun Square or is it? It used to be, Square. but they but Calhoun the, Beach Club. But the social warriors don't think these things through. No. I think there's a Calhoun Beach Club. Yeah. I think they kept their name. Do you have a ray of hope for me? So I don't have to spend time trying to switch pages on this uh, the thing, this uh, this thing? Ray of hope's always easy, yes. Is it? Why don't you give it to me then? Here's today's ray of hope. For our friend Bill Stein up in Aiken. Yeah, Doc. Yesterday we had our annual Stein Guys Musky trip on Mille Lacs Lake. While we were having lunch, the question of CI came up. I asked my son, Venison Ben, if he had ever calculated his cylinder index. He took out his cell phone calculator and set to work. His CI is 91, and he is urban and only 43 years old. Wow. I am so proud. Good luck, Bill Stein. That 91, is urban, and you're 43? You've, uh, you're in the Hall of Fame, damn near. Brooke, what you're sitting at? You know, I Have we ever done yours? I, I, it's I about th- six, isn't it? It used to be, but I, with with other drivers in the family, I've I've padded that a little bit. So, well, you don't get to count the kids' car. Yeah, well, yeah. You know, when you sign well, for I the guess, loan, I guess and when you own it, technically, <laughs> if I sign for the loan, do I own it? Okay, you got six, twelve, twelve and eight is twenty. What car am I missing? Uh, your station wagon six. Yep. Your uh, Odyssey. You still have that? Pilot. Two pilots. Pilot. You have two pilots. What are those, sixes? I believe they're sixes. That's 12, and six is 18, and you still have that Suburban? Yep, that's eight. Uh, That's 24, and that's it for cars, right? How many cars do we have? We have two pilots. We have the Yukon. We have... uh, Believe me, folks, these cars are running on empty. And... These aren't. We're talking not. We're not talking new inventory. Uh, but uh, the kind of car. The oldest boy has got a four cylinder. He's added that I signed for, and then that's twenty eight. And then she's got she's got an Optima. The other kid. Well, that's uh, got to be four. That's probably four. Thirty two. Thirty two. And then we got uh, lawnmower. That's one. Weed whip. Two. Uh, Shredder vac. Uh, lower. Thirty seven. The wax hand machine. Snowblower. Snowblower, 38. You're 38. You're considerably under your age. You're failing miserably. Yeah. 
And I'm urban. Which is amazing because you got about 12 cars. Yeah, we don't have enough cylinders yeah. in those vehicles. Yeah. Reavers, have you ever done yours? I just did it as you guys were adding what up. What is Brooks. it? Uh, I'm only at 21. 21, and you're rural. I know. That's pathetic. I know. Should I update mine real quick? Yeah, I think you should. Okay. You haven't done yours in a while. No. Okay, there's six and six yep. and four and four. Uh, that's 12 and uh, eight is 20. Uh, 26, 27, 28. You know, I'm 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 going to stop right there because I'm I'm a little down. I'm 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 I I've had some life changes. I I, I well, yeah, I'm a yeah. little down. At, is there, is I'm not at my age. Is there a peak? Well, I I, kind pe- of, I peaked. You kind of go. You know what? I'm going to keep what I really like, and I'm going to get rid of some excess. This isn't a result of everything must go. No, this is a he's a minimalist now. He's well, becoming- no. But I did peak in terms of CI. Because, for example, well, I forgot that. Uh, 30. I meant no more motorcycles, for example. Hell, right. they accounted for uh, quite a few cylinders. And uh, the textures are what took you or got you off the, the bike, correct? Well, that and uh, no longer willing to fall off. I told you. I, I'm willing to fall out of a, of a sports car, an old one, but I'm no longer willing to fall off a motorcycle. There's a difference. Sure. I'm no longer willing. And and apparently when you motorcycle, that's the bargain you strike with the devil. You're willing to fall off. You don't think of that consciously, but that's the bargain you're striking with the gods of the road. And I, I woke up one day and said, you know what? I'm no longer willing to fall off. Because even if you live, uh, you know, you get to a certain age where the busted hip might take you a long, long time <laughs> to recover. If you were lucky enough just to end up with a busted hip. So Wait a minute now. The other German car I have, is that eight? Uh, no, that's six. That's six? Yep. I said your station wagon's six. No, not that one. The other one that she bought initially. That's six. Okay. That's six. That's not eight. Okay. Did you get a decent deal on that one? I had no, on the, on I the had Volkswagen? No, I had no part in on that. On the deal. Volkswagen, I got ripped off, man. I got <laughs> screwed. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, I really did. All I right, was high. Just a moment. Jackass I bought was really high. <laughs> The end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Sushiro. Get two bumps for the price of one. I double click. Uh, you've got uh, Ryan on line one. Ryan. Hail Flashlight King. Hail you. Um, okay, what's, what, what's a proper CI index? It has to be twice your age? No, at your age or above. Okay. I, my CI index is 41, and I'm 42 years old. You're fine. You're very close. Go out and get something today. All right. Thank you. All right. Randy? Joe, I'm embarrassed about my cylinder index, so I won't mention it. However, I've got to, uh, I feel like you're taking a trip to Liberal Lakes here. The caller that, or the, uh, the emailer that wants to, uh, uh, wants to get his, his uh, thing heard. Right. You can't circumvent the promotions department. That's like akin to... The Minneapolis City Council telling what the minimum wage has to be. Yeah, but the interwebs broke down on him. He should have planned ahead, Joe. All right. I, we're not going to play it if that uh, appeases you. We're, we're... Good. That's a good mayoral decision. All right. Thank you. 
Well, it wasn't my decision. It was legal. (laughs) I had a thought on the garage logic service road of life today. Okay. There is the growing movement in this country to uh, proclaim as new political darlings, the socialists. Yeah. They are the latest darling. And socialism doesn't work. All you have to do is look at Venezuela where you can't buy, you can't get toilet paper. And if you could buy it, it would cost you, well, what's the inflation rate? About 40,000%. Uh, the state owning the means of production worked in Venezuela so long as they were propped up by uh, their oil wealth. Then the price of oil fell and everything unraveled. And now it's a dreadful, dreadful situation. No food, no employment, no money, nothing works. Toilet paper. Necessity. Here's how capitalism provides you toilet paper. I'm thinking this on my walk today. Okay. You go to the store today, you go to the grocery store, a drugstore, whatever, you can get a roll of toilet paper. Easily. Because there are executives at Kimberly Clark or Sherman or where I don't know the names of all of the toilet paper manufacturers, but they they make a robust living selling toilet paper. And in order to make that robust living, they have to make sure there's competence all the way back down the line until a seed is planted in the ground to grow trees that provide the, the wood for toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Well, so now they have a toilet paper factory and the people that work in the toilet paper factory make a good living making toilet paper. And the people who make the machines that provide the mechanisms to create the toilet paper make a good living. Okay. Then you have truckers who bring the paper to the, uh, once the logs leave the mill, then they bring the paper to the toilet paper factory. So you got, then you got the truckers making money and you got the loggers making money and you got the people who work in the forest making money. Mm -hmm. Then on top of that, you've got a sales crew that goes out and hustles around the country and and competes their toilet paper against the Mm -hmm. rival's toilet paper to get a corner stand in the grocery store or to get an end cap or whatever, buy this toilet paper. Well, that's capitalism. Capitalism guarantees that in this great country, as as it stands right now, you're not going to run short of, short of toilet paper. Now think of any product you want, which is currently not available in Venezuela. And I'm, I'm not being facetious. Anything. Jar of dry roasted peanuts, uh, car tires, uh, f- knives and forks, Dixie cups, anything. Think of anything. It's not available in Venezuela. You know why? Nobody gives a bleep about toilet paper. The pun was unavoidable. Nobody cares because there's no mechanism in place, no capitalism in place to make sure that Juanita down the street, uh, hey, we ran out of toilet paper. Kids, run down to the store and get me some. There isn't any because nobody makes it. Nobody imports it. Nobody provides it. There's no competition for it. Trying to make the best toilet paper so you'll buy that. They're they're running out of uh, power. There's uh, power outages every day for hours on end. Various uh, They're state-owned power stations. There are six. And they have enough uh, fuel to provide power. But what happens is they're running out of parts to maintain the power stations. And they have no means to buy the parts. And there's nobody there to provide the parts. Because the government higher-ups, what, stole all the money? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Venezuelans are forced to walk or cram into buses as much of the subway is shut. Long lines formed in front of banks and stores in the hopes power would flick back on. The fault also affected some phone lines in the in the main Maquetia airport, just outside the capital. Uh, this is terrible. I feel helpless because I want to go to work, but I am in this line instead, said domestic worker Nasari Para, 50, as she waited in a line of 20 people in front of a closed bank. 
Retiree Judith Palmar, 56, took advantage of having power to cook one afternoon last week in Maracaibo. When the lights do go out, she wheels her paralyzed mom outside because the house becomes intolerably hot because the power cut, one power cut, damaged an air conditioning unit, which she cannot afford to replace on her pension of $1.50 a month due to inflation. Estimated by the opposition-run Congress in June at 46,000% a year. So you got these poorly trained products of the failed academy like this. What's her name in New York? Ocasio-Cortez. Who, who's Alejandro proclaimed, Ocasio-Cortez. As a, proclaimed as the new darling because she favors socialism. It doesn't work. Even though she was raised on capitalism. It doesn't work. If, you go, if you're going to go socialistic, you ain't having no toilet paper. Ultimately, you will have no toilet paper. That's one way to look because at it. Because how will everything That's how I'm going to choose from now on to look at capitalism. Okay, but okay, uh, break it down here then. We've got Charmin, we've got uh, Cottonelle. Whatever. Okay, yeah. those yeah. two. How will those two companies come down once... Uh, once, once the government seizes their means of production? When's the catch-up? When, when does this all catch up to us where... You when, know, for, when, when the socialists run out of other people's money to spend. And it won't take long. It's a dreadful, dreadful, uh, it's uh, it's infuriating to think that this is somehow gaining traction with news-gathering institutions, but it is. And and unwise young women like her, are because she's fairly attractive and fairly glib, uh, she's gaining a lot of attention. And she is preaching an absolutely evil, evil song. There's no way to, to pull it off. It's been tried numerous times. It's failed each time. It's fated to fail because you are attacking the very heart of a human being's liberty. It's it's fated to fail. We are not genetically coded to be Marxist. It just doesn't work. Okay, then why aren't, it doesn't work. Why aren't we in uh, Alejandria's face to say... No. Well, I would be. Start it somewhere else. It doesn't work here. And this fraud Bernie Sanders with his multi-million dollar two homes, uh, he thinks it's a great idea. You can't pay for it. All you got to think of is toilet paper. There won't be any toilet paper. I never thought breaking down socialism would come down to TP. That's how I'm going to do it. That You know what? That's about as easy as it gets. Well, what's my role here? To simplify, uh, simplify, roll. roll. Simplify, uh, simplify, simplify. Uh, why don't we bring in the newsman? Okay. Commencing garage logic segment number three. Or, or if you're lucky, you could end up with government toilet paper, which is like sandpaper. Ew. And fact-based, Bernie Sanders owns three homes. And uh, he's been... Re- mercilessly mocked for his tweet the other day uh, complaining about how many yachts do billionaires need and most of the answers have been, have been well Bernie I guess three <laughs> just a minute uh, Mr. Reavers you got it Kelly hey I just wanted to give you uh, your little viewers if anybody that thinks that socialism will work there's a book out there called Gulag Archipelago mm-hmm. by Alexander Solzhenitsky Solzhenitsyn yeah, that could be right. I'm not real good with his name. But yeah. uh, read that, and you tell me tell me where, where the victory is. I know. I did read it. It's uh, it's quite oh, alarming. It's, it's, it is you. quite alarming. Thank okay. you. Okay. Yeah. 
Here in the newsroom is Chris Reavers. Thank you, Joe. Uh, sunshine and 82 degrees. This update is brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Proud sponsors of the beer show Thursday nights on 1500 ESPN. Mitch Garver doubled in the bottom of the ninth inning, scoring Erie Adrianza to give the Twins a 5-4 to four walk-off win over division-leading Cleveland. I don't know why I let that term walk-off bother me. That's but, right. But I it does. You don't I, I like don't know that. why. I'll eliminate it's, it's it from innocuous. further copy. I'll eliminate it from No, it's, it's innocuous. It's just me, I guess. I want to be respectful to the yeah. host. Okay. It's just, uh, it's so forced. It's like RBI or yeah. whatever the RBI's runs. What you know, call it? What it used to be, RBI. Ga- used to be called a game-winning double. A game-winning, or it could be a game-winning RBI, too. Yeah, yeah game-winning okay, RBI. Yeah. Uh, with the win, the Twins... You know the other thing that bothered me? God yeah. love them. They won a game. You would have thought they won the seventh game in the World Series. It was that? a bit excessive. Just a little excessive. Well, what well, I was... of the ninth, there's always drama in the bottom of the ninth, no matter what game come it on, is. Come on, come well, on. Act I, like you've won before. That one true. was at least against a division leader, but what I love is when, you know, Baltimore, with their 41 games under 500, they'll have a... You know, win like that over someone, and they do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, with the win, the Twins now trail the Tribe by eight games with 57 to go. Same two teams go at it again tonight. Kyle Gibson will start opposite Cleveland right-hander Trevor Bauer. First pitch from target field is at seven. Well, I'd like to think I had a little something to do with last night's win, where yesterday I said, you know what, I think the boys are going to turn it around a little bit, and I was uh, dismissed. So who got dumped yesterday, Reed and Lynn? Uh, if you missed it, uh, the Twins made some moves yesterday ahead of baseball's non-waiver trade deadline, which is at 3 o'clock today, so just about an hour and a half from now. So Dozier's on the team for another hour and a half, and after that, he's on the team. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors, but nothing is uh, nothing of substance yet. Uh, if you missed it yesterday, the Twins traded left-handed relief pitcher Zach Duke and Cash to oh, the Duke, Seattle it. Mariners for 24-year-old uh, right-handed pitcher Chase DeJong, and also corner infielder Ryan Costello, who is currently leading the Midwest League with 16 home runs. They also traded right-handed pitcher Lance Lynn and Cash to the New York Yankees for first baseman and outfielder Tyler Austin, and they also received 19-year-old right-handed pitcher Luis Rijo. Uh, around Major League Baseball today, the Diamondbacks, uh, they acquired former closer Brad Ziegler from the Marlins. Cleveland reached a deal with the Tigers for center fielder Leonis Martin. The Rays have acquired outfielder Tommy Pham from the Cardinals. The Pirates got right-handed closer uh, Keone Keela from the Rangers. And last night, the Red Sox acquired second baseman Ian Kinsler from the Angels. There's a thousand rumors out there right now, but if anything uh, does happen, you will hear it right here. According to league sources, the Vikings have signed wide receiver Stephon Diggs to a five-year contract extension today, retaining another of its core players that was scheduled to hit free agency next March. Diggs' deal is expected to be worth around $14 million a season. If you want more information, uh, our guy Matthew Collar has a story up right now online at 1500ESPN.com. News notes from today, a crash involving a wrong-way driver believed to be impaired led to a shutdown of westbound Interstate 94 in downtown Minneapolis early this morning. Traffic backed up for nearly two miles at times into the lanes between 280 and 7th Street reopened around 7 a.m. A driver going east in the westbound lanes collided with a box truck at around 1.15 this morning near the exits to Cedar Avenue and 7th Street. The crash caused the truck to burst into flames and leak diesel fuel on the roadway. The truck driver, identified by the state patrol as Abdenasir Mohammed, escaped the truck before it started on fire, according to Lieutenant Tiffany Nelson. Taylor Gilbert, the wrong way driver, was injured and taken to Hennepin County Health Care in Minneapolis. A passenger in his Ford Fusion was not hurt, Nielsen said.
A central Minnesota police chaplain and pastor was charged today with having a sexual relationship with a married church member while providing counseling to the woman. Charles Pelkey, a chaplain for the Avon Police Department, was charged in Stearns County District Court with third-degree criminal sexual conduct in connection with a months-long relationship with the woman, a member of the Avon Community Church. Pelkey was jailed Monday ahead of the court appearance today. The Avon Police Department said today that it has no comment on the allegations. The department's website continues to list him as its chaplain, a post that he has held since 2013. A church member told the police three weeks ago about the alleged relationship. The 36-year-old woman received religious and spiritual guidance from the pastor starting in November, and the relationship was sexual from March until May, according to the sheriff's office. Metro Transit is indefinitely suspending trips along dozens of bus routes beginning today, citing a growing shortage of bus drivers. Does this story, I'm sorry to be Patrick-like and interrupt so early in the story. Go ahead. Does this story address the absence of drivers uh, directly attributable to the behavior of many young riders? You know, I had wondered that exact same thing, um, but I couldn't find anything specific because there were no quotes by the the drivers that had quit, obviously. Well, but it stands to reason that that has to play a role in this tremendous shortage suddenly of bus drivers. Wait, what, tell me what you're asking again. Well, some of these bus drivers are getting hit and spit well, they're on. they're getting oh, beat I up see. and hospitalized. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought the same exact thing, Joe. Like, why would anyone want to deal with so that? So the guy for the 14B is not showing up because he's a it's hey, Well, a he's had line. enough. He's had enough. Okay. Yeah. Um, the state's largest bus operator announced the cancellations in a news release posted on its website Monday night. More than 65 trips spread between 40 bus routes across the metro area will be suspended. Metro Transit is about 90 drivers short of its target workforce, which has made it harder to cover all scheduled trips despite tremendous daily efforts to do so, according to the release. The agency added that it is conducting an aggressive campaign to hire more drivers, which is, of course, the... No okay. experience and, necessary. Right, but Sorry. another thing is, if you are, if you got a tough life, and I don't care where you were raised, that's a pretty good paying job. I think you ought to look at it. I think you'd make a hell of a bus like post radio. Post I think radio, you'd make you might, a, I think you'd make a hell of a bus. I'd driver. get a you hat. Got some news for I'd us. I'd get Joel? a big belt. No, buckle. no, I'm just saying. No, I'm just yeah, saying. Maybe in I six can, years, I will. I can just see Rook driving a driving oh, oh, a route. Oh, I got sixteen oh. B. Hell yeah, with the microphone. We are approaching Wabasha, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what you'd do. Yes. You'd completely turn it into a circus. Everybody act. would want to ride on right. my bus. Everyone wants to ride yep. rookie bus. I would have drinks. I would <laughs> you have you can't have drinks. No, like, you know, not booze, but like, you know, juice boxes. Juice boxes. Yeah. Something to, how you doing? Are you thirsty? A little Can I get you a the cake? Like the guys that take us to the fair. They got the cooler water. Yes. Yeah. Rookie the bussy. Yeah. I would do that for you a and second. Thomas. Plus, I would love to buy drive the bus, man. Yeah. Didn't know I could drive a bus. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. workers saw their annual wages and benefits rise in the second quarter at the fastest pace in nearly a decade, a sign that the low unemployment rate is forcing employers to raise pay to attract and keep workers. Pay and benefits for all U.S. workers increased 2.8% in the April to June quarter from a year earlier, the most since the third quarter back in 2008. Total compensation for private industry workers, which excludes state and local employees, rose 2.9%, the best since the second quarter of 2008. The unemployment rate is near an 18-year low of 4%, leaving employers scrambling to find the workers that they need. There are more open jobs than there are unemployed workers, according to government data, for the first time since records began back 
in 2000. A separate measure of wages and salaries for private sector workers rose 2.9% in the past year, matching March's gain and the highest in nearly a decade. Milwaukee officials approved an ordinance giving the city authority to impound electric scooters that residents have been renting from a California-based company since last month. City officials say state lake state law, excuse me, makes the scooters illegal, but the Milwaukee Common Council did not ban the scooters with the ordinance given approval today. Instead, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel reports the measure would allow the city to impound scooters when they're parked on sidewalks and Bird Rides Incorporated would need to pay $100 to recover them. Riders would not be fined. The mayor still needs to approve the actual proposal. Oh, proposal. I got it. We got your proposal. Yeah, everything I got right. your proposal right here, bro. I think so. You're a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. We're joined by Ren Claire in the Channel 5 Weather Center. Hi. How's it going? Have you guys been enjoying the nice, comfortable weather that we've had? Lovely day. I know. But, you know, we've got a couple more days like this before we're headed towards the sticky, hot, humid weather. And it's not going to be a blip for us either. It looks like a stretch of it. So enjoy this day again uh, before we head into pretty much 90s by this weekend. Right now we're at 82 in the Twin Cities. It's a pleasant forecast, sunny skies throughout the day, a dry forecast as well. And as we head into tonight, we're going to be cooling back into the mid-60s, similar to the last couple of nights. Main difference is that past midnight, we'll start to see cloud cover increase. A few storms move through late tonight into early tomorrow morning, scattered showers and thunderstorms, the strongest of which will be across far northern Minnesota. But we still could get some heavy rain out of this and an isolated strong storm or two. Into tomorrow, uh, we'll manage a number of dry periods throughout the day, but we do have that chance for a passing shower and isolated storm even into the afternoon. Temperature-wise, we're talking upper 70s, so we're cooler midweek, upper 70s Thursday as well. Friday, that's when the heat and humidity returns with a chance for storms both days into the weekend, although right now Sunday looks more likely for those storms. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. Have you heard the uh, the, the figure, it's an ass statistic, over 500 million straws are being used every single day in the United States, most of which go into our oceans? Uh, I've heard a whole bunch of different numbers, but yes, that's people are taking numbers from everywhere with this straw thing. It's out of control. Uh, I'm, I'm reading a report here about John Stossel finding that number absurd, and it turns out, and, the, and then you, we followed this because we're we're on board with not choking whales. I don't want a whale. I'm to choke. on board. Yes, and and I'll personally, I I'll I'll be able to get along without a plastic straw. That I'll live. I will too. I think. Uh, but it has become hysterical to the point where the officials in Santa Barbara were even toying with the idea of putting you in jail <laughs> yes. if you gave somebody a plastic straw. <laughs> uh, plastic garbage in oceans is a genuine problem, but most of the pollution comes from Asia. A small amount does come from America, but only a tiny fraction of that is plastic straws. Banning straws might make some politicians feel good, says the Competitive Enterprise Institute's Angela Logomassini uh, in this week's Stossel TV video. But it won't actually accomplish anything. The, uh, the 500 million figure that celebrities, politicians, and news anchors constantly cite, it turns out that number came from a 10-year-old who, for a school project, 
telephone some straw makers. Okay. Because the kid is cute. The media put him on TV. Now the media, environmental activists, and politicians repeat 500 million straws used daily may end up in the oceans if it were if as if it were fact. Their number is much lower. Uh, the government's still activists like talk show host Ethan Bierman. I don't know that person. Uh, tell us if we can reduce something that easy, something that gets stuck in the turtles' noses and damages the environment, let's do that. Sometimes we do need a little gentle guiding hand from government. But government's guiding hand is neither little nor gentle. Government action is force. In this case, the politicians will either ban straws or order us to replace plastic straws with more expensive ones made of paper or bamboo. Mm. Bierman, the talk show host, calls that an advantage, telling us plastic doesn't biodegrade, uh, unlike paper. But that's exactly the problem. Paper straws don't only break down in dumps. They also break down while you're using them. They get soggy. They leak. I'm not sure I have a tremendous amount of sympathy for someone who gets stuck with a soggy straw. You know, <laughs> right. I, I, first world problem. It's a, really a first world yeah. problem, isn't it? That's the beauty of plastic. It's enduring, said Logo Massini. She also points out that paper and bamboo aren't environmentally pristine. Paper products take more energy and effort to produce, and paper does not degrade in a landfill either. Everything in landfills is essentially mummified. And paper straws cost eight times more to make than plastic straws. That's according to her. That might be an ass statistic, too. I'm not sure. Okay. The activists and politicians don't worry that their ban will raise costs for businesses and their customers. New York City Councilman Barry Grodenchik told uh, Fox News maybe the people won't use straws. Ethan Bierman added, if it's $1.79 to get the fountain drink at Joe's Corner Deli and now it's $1.83, I don't see that being a huge difference. Well, it, it's not a huge difference to somebody like him who can probably afford the difference. Uh, this is what environmentalists say about every policy they put out. A few cents here, a few cents there, said Logo Massini. But eventually it begins to be a burden. Banning straws is not going to do anything for the environment. So what they're trying to do is take away the freedom of not, for nothing in return. Taking away freedom for nothing in return is now a specialty of the environmental movement. After our environment got cleaner, thanks to technological innovation and some useful government-imposed requirements like scrubbers and smokestacks, the zealots moved on to demand bans on pipeline construction, mining, and oil drilling. They require lots of pointless recycling, though often garbage you separate is never recycled, and all sorts of feel-good policies that make no real difference. Well, I, it's going to be 500 million straws a, a, a day? Is that what it was? That's it sounds... Uh, that's more than a straw per person. So that's not plausible. And, and uh, you know what? For the last, trying to think the last time I used a straw, it's been a, a, a week maybe since the last time I had a plastic straw in my hand. Uh, let me, let me re, revisit the, uh, the figure. Uh, 500 million straws a day. No. No. That, that, no that, way. A year maybe. Okay, that w I would be more willing to believe 500 million a year, but even that seems like it would be... Well, maybe not. What do we have in this country? 350 million people? Yeah, let's call it 360. 360, and, mm -hmm. and everybody uses a straw maybe a couple times a year. A lot of people don't. So I, I, I'd be willing to buy 500 million a year. Mm, I'm trying to find where it... But like you said, but like they said in the story, if it goes into a landfill, it's it's stuck there. It's not no, going to hit... No, it's every day they're seeing. 
It's not going to hit the turn. Of those 500 million used, um, maybe 100,000 make it into well, the Well, we don't have any way to determine yeah, that. Have you ever right. heard of an actress named Nina Nelson? No. Nina Nelson and other celebrities made a video claiming that plastic straws kill sea life. In the USA alone, over 500 million straws are being used every single day, most of which are going into our oceans. And the celebrity said they need to stop this. And, okay, that's not plausible. 500 million straws a day is not plausible. No. That's everyone in the country using a straw, plus then you need to come up with uh, 150 million other straws that somehow get used every day. See you. Doesn't work. No. Doesn't work. So so then the rest of their study is, is not credible. No, uh, and again, uh, uh, speaking for the residents of Gumption County, I am all on board with keeping the oceans as clean as possible. You, you are. Okay. But, Let the record show. But our the United States is, is much cleaner and ahead of the curve than much of the rest of the world. And so we can continue to admonish ourselves and punish ourselves and threaten to throw uh, people in jail in Santa Barbara, California. But we're, we probably, when it comes to straws... We're probably not the world's number one culprit, right? <laughs> no. Who is it? India. Welcome to McDonald's. Asia. Asia. India. China. Yeah. Yes. Uh, although I, even there, I don't know why they would be using straws so much. I don't know their. I don't know the culture. Straws so. just got to be a popular deal. Okay. Got it. We They're the it. new uh, big pop. Yeah. Now, a man who has never had a relationship with a tree, Joe Suchere. Uh Protesters intend to gather this afternoon, uh, I believe, in front of the Hennepin County Government Center. Okay. Uh, to protest the findings uh, in the Thurman Blevins case. They are demanding that the officers be arrested and prosecuted. As we know, yesterday, Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman declined to charge officers Justin Schmidt and Ryan Kelly. Uh, He found their actions to be perfectly within the law. Uh, That has not uh, set well with uh, Blevins' family or the activists, and there'll be a protest this afternoon. I hope it's peaceful. I have no reason to believe it won't be. Right. But uh, many questions still need to be asked. 1,500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 